1: FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Thai.
0: Select Irish on F104 and I'm joined by Dan Cosgrove. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you very much for popping in. Well, So you're going to be part of the Seen and Heard Festival that's on in Smock Alley between the 9th and the 12th of February. Tell me about your show, Four Seconds to Midnight.
1: So I think this, the festival is actually running until the end of February. It okay. starts this Thursday, but there's like a hundred shows on. Oh, wow. it's just one of those. It's kind of like a fringe festival type thing. Very cool. Um all of it is new work that's Mm -hmm. the sort of one principle that you need in order to get something in i think um my show is on yeah the 11th and 12th at 8 p.m and yeah it's uh just a collection of songs that have written over the past year uh i think yeah people will hear from the song at the end that you know there's a bit of humor in them but i try Mm -hmm. and also make you know put a bit of soul into it as well so yeah
0: is there a narrative in it like is there like a i suppose a start middle and end to it or is it my
1: friends were kind of asking me this like what is it about and you know they're just songs that I've written over the past like year about you know just like expressing things that I've been feeling so like the narrative yeah. if anything that the songs tell is just sort of what I've been going through mm-hmm. and putting a light spin on it you know but
0: so how do you kind of go from doing that where you're putting songs together to to I suppose release thoughts that you're having or that you're thinking about to having it on a stage and performing it in front of an audience
1: uh <laughs> I don't know, just take a deep breath and hope yeah. it goes well yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know, you know, I I have been performing for, you know, in like open mics and just trying to put myself out there yeah. over the years. So I think you build up a bit of a tolerance to it, but it's it's always a bit like nerve-wracking presenting stuff that, you know, especially when it's quite like, you know, personal. Of course. But um I don't know, I just I've try and like I try and write the best things I can, make it as entertaining as possible and mm-hmm. yeah, people seem to like it.
0: And you're not new to theater either.
1: Not exactly. Um, I feel. I just. I kind of wish I'd got involved in it earlier. But mm-hmm. when I was in like third year in college, I sort of fell in love with it. There was um, this society uh, called Players. In college, and yeah, I just spent. I ended up like, you know, my grades definitely suffered because I was just spending so much time doing that. But I just absolutely love it.
0: See, I think that's. I think that's the thing, you know, kind of once you find, as they say, you know, find what you love and you won't work a day and all this. But there is an element to that which is true as well, because if definitely. you enjoy it so much, you're not going to mind putting the work in or putting the time yeah. into it.
1: I feel like I couldn't stop writing music now if I wanted to. Like yeah. it just sort of, um it's something I need to do. So whether I'm getting paid for it or not, I don't really
0: care. Yeah, and I suppose you know, music has always been in your life as well we chat to you a couple of years ago about minimum as well mm. tell people what minimum is for, in case they weren't listening even though they should have been
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh i wouldn't blame them um, for not <laughs> listening to me but um yeah minimum is a um music streaming platform uh it's mostly irish music at the minute actually which i really like about it and yeah. the basic idea is that it uh the way that we distribute payments is, in our opinion, much fairer to, especially yeah. to smaller artists. Mm-hmm. So, if you're a subscriber to Minim, it, it is basically a way to stream music and be kind of rest assured that you're supporting the artist that mm-hmm. you're to in a lot in much fairer way. Like I've had artists come up to me in person and be like, "I've made more in one month on Minim than my entire like ten years on Spotify wow. or something," you know. And it's just it's because of how the royalties get split yeah. up and stuff like that,
0: which is really unfair, really, isn't it?
1: Um. Yes. Like, Spotify is kind of just a different thing. It's like a mm-hmm. solution that the labels basically adopted in order to, to solve the piracy problem, that you know, the, the sort of crisis or whatever Fair. in the 2000s. Yeah. Um, so Spotify is kind of just owned and basically directed by, like, those major labels. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's for the big acts, basically. Mm-hmm. That it It's kind of logical that that's where most of the money would kind of get funneled to, but it mm-hmm. it's just unfair for people that are getting, you know, you might get, like, a thousand streams or something, which... That's actually a lot of people. Like, if you know, they were like buying your CDs or something like that. But yeah. just because of the nature of streaming, not a lot of money is going to. Work
0: it doesn't. Uh, yeah, it doesn't amount to much.
1: Yeah. So our the the idea is that it's just we're, you know, just put on a business hat like serving that sector of yeah. you know the rest of the ninety nine percent of artists yeah. who have amazing music. Like yeah. I've listened to or try and listen to everything on minimum when I can, um but there's too much stuff now. But uh, yeah there's so much great art out there and most people aren't making enough so yeah
0: this is the thing and i have spoken to people about i suppose these streaming platforms and they use it like especially like your one is brilliant because obviously they're getting paid well but from other ones it is a point of they're using it so that they can get their name out there and that other people will know them and things like that so i suppose there's an element to it but like yeah that's a totally fair
1: strategy like you know that's that's the way the the playing field is Mm -hmm. you know people release their music essentially for free and Mm -hmm. just you know make their money back in tours mm-hmm. that's fine i guess we, we started working on minimum during the pandemic when that was a major issue because there was no tour yeah. so the only yeah. people the only way people were accessing music was mm-hmm. by streaming and they weren't making any money so kind of made us realize that that might not be ideal for every situation everyone
0: so, yeah, yeah absolutely so four seconds to midnight is the show what's going to happen to us obviously it has a, a run in smock alley mm-hmm. then what would you like to do with it
1: well, the good thing about Seen and Heard is they ask people, you know, it's for work in progress shows, so yeah. they ask people to give feedback at the end if they oh, can, wow, which cool. if you're coming, I would love to hear your thoughts, Excellent. good or bad. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, if people seem, if, if I feel like the show went well and people enjoyed it, um, gosh, I'd you know, I'd love to kind of tour it around a bit mm-hmm. more in Ireland, like that would be a big kind of step for me because it's not something that I've ever done before. Yeah. But uh, Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure actually. I've just been thinking about this show for the past, like, <laughs> yeah. while
0: so. Yeah, because you probably get immersed in it and you're probably living in it for so long exactly, that when yeah. it's suddenly upon you, it's like, okay, hey, now what, what? Yeah, then, when, it, when it's
1: finishing, I'm just going to be like, okay, what am I doing now? Now what? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I'd love to kind of keep going with it with, you know, I'm proud of what I like wrote. So I'd mm-hmm. like to put them out there.
0: I think um, that's actually amazing that they, they, well, good and bad, I suppose, that they allow people to have an opinion on it. To, I'm, hmm. all, I'm assuming they don't tell you to your face. I'm assuming there's a no, better no, way they, to do it. No,
1: They ask people to like write it on a little piece of paper okay. when they're running out, and you just put it in a box. It's like completely anonymous. Wow. Um, I think it's a great thing for because you can kind of. I, I feel like I only ever hear like the positive feedback because people don't want to come up to you and say you should change like this. Yeah, or that yeah, Even yeah. though I would like to hear that because yeah. it'll help me like grow as an artist or whatever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's great. great.
0: Yeah, and I, and I suppose the people who are going to be going to the show as well are going to be people who are in this like they they love the scene they love mm-hmm. hearing new things and they love approaching new things so you're probably going to get quite constructive criticism if Definitely. there is criticism oh, yeah. to it like which is
1: yeah i don't think there'll be excellent. any people in the audience like i actually i did a i played some songs in it last year as well actually yeah. it, the completely different ones but uh you know it was all constructive feedback there was no one writing anything being thankfully yeah so,
0: <laughs> which yeah. is amazing so the song is with you so tell us about this like does it take long to write a song like this
1: It's kind of funny actually that one i literally wrote in like the space of 24 hours i i was coming you'll you'll hear in the song it's uh it's just about feeling content being it's actually written about a friend Mm -hmm. um it's just about that feeling of like ah it's just nice being here with this Mm -hmm. person and yeah i was just written after you know i think it was halloween weekend there were you know so many like time was really bustling and i was just kind of walking back from their house looking at just all this like you know all the young people in the streets and be like, you know, normally I'd feel like I kind of want to get, yeah, I, don't, I don't know.
0: Go out or whatever, I want to go like, out or if yeah, I'm not going out or something yeah. like that,
1: I want to get involved. But I was just like, ah, you know, I'm just happy just having hung out with my friend or something. So I just, on my walk home, I just wrote the song down on my notes on my iPhone yes. and then I put music to it the next morning. Oh. But that's an exception because normally it can take like a couple of months to really yeah. get a song right.
0: I suppose um, when you want to like make sure it's it's right and it sounds like how you want it to, it can do. But that's that must be nice feeling too when it happens just so naturally.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, yeah I think sometimes the ones that feel like the most natural just come out like that. But then mm-hmm. yeah, it's I feel like you I wouldn't necessarily have been able to write that if I hadn't spent so much time writing other songs before it. You know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That that um, education that you've kind of almost taught yourself is, is coming in exactly. Yeah, in, like, like building up. Yeah, skill and all. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So yeah. how can people keep up to date what you're up to?
1: Uh, I've been trying to get better at posting on instagram mm-hmm. and stuff so my handle is at wizard underscore of underscore cosg. wizard of cosk uh, but i think if you search up dan cosgrove it'll come up as well
0: excellent um, that's the main way brilliant and also you're in the smock alley theater from the on the 11th and the 12th with four seconds to midnight dan cosgrove thank you very much for popping in
1: thanks so much for having me Louise. and now pleasure. you're going to
0: play with you on f104 mm-hmm.
1: Moving through the crowds where I'd feel long unusually This time not wishing I had somewhere else to be Some bloody dude, a deep blue knee A pub, a club, a fancy dress party